This is the Tan Talk Radio Network, AM 1340, WTAN. co-host Dr. Angel Falzoni. How you doing tonight, Doctor? I'm doing well. How are you doing, Mama hey, Mac? Hey, great. You know, I love that that theme song of ours, that new lease on life by Mercy Me. I love that song because that's really what we want for our listeners, that they get a new lease on life and realize there's more than just, you know, barely making it through life. Absolutely. That's where the hope is, is that yes. no matter where we are today, we can have a new lease and we can we can work to make it different for tomorrow. Absolutely. That's what this show is all about. We began last mid-September of 2014. Our website is goyard2014.org, O-R-G. And you can go there and listen to all the shows up through April that we've done. We've done a lot of them on domestic violence, on boundary setting, on anger issues, on... I don't know. Goal setting. We've done so many shows. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, so much stuff. And uh, so, and what, a couple weeks ago, what is your value? Mm -hmm. You know, that was great. And last week, week before last, I guess we did a question and answer show because we're getting so many questions coming in. We want to answer those from time to time. And let me give you the text number. You can actually get involved right now during the show. And our text number is 727-888-4171. Come straight to my phone right here, and I will check it from time to time. 727-888-4171. We also want to welcome all the Starcom Media Network uh, listeners scattered in different countries, eight countries now and across the United States. Welcome to every one of you wherever you are and in whatever time zone you're listening and now we're playing in so many more, there's no way for me to even tell you when it is. <laughs> so you know what? If you're listening on Starcom Media, then great. And we'd love to hear from you, too. And you can actually email us at goyard2014 at gmail.com if you'd like to do that with your questions. We're getting questions by the bushels, and we love that. And a couple weeks ago, you were answering a lot of tough things for people in their life situations. This is a life coaching show. It's all about counseling and learning to live better right learning to live that better life and we are we've been getting really good questions some really complex ones but you know what i love the audience participation so right 
Keep on. And if you want to call in, Engineer Chris is in there in the control room, and he can answer the phone and run it over to us. And that number is 727-441-3000 if you want to call and talk to us, ask a question. Our topic today, Dr. Angel, is really kind of good. I mean, mean, not really kind of good. I mean, it's really good. (laughs) This is a topic that a lot of people don't know much about, in my opinion. I agree. Okay, It's like, you know, we've heard the term passive aggressive behavior. Mm -hmm. We've all heard that. But I think a lot of people don't even understand what that means. They may have been told by someone, you're just being passive aggressive, and they don't really get it. The, The topic tonight is the problem with passivity. And Engineer Chris says passivity is not a word. And Dr. Angel says it is. It's a word. <laughs> and so you want to define it, Doctor, as we begin this, this go-yard Absolutely. You know, passivity, we define it as the compulsion or it's a learned tendency to live at half speed in our life. It's ultimately leaving people feeling negative, like their glass is just half empty. Okay. So what it's about is that we're half-heartedly committing to goals or projects or things in our life, relationships. It's We're not all in it. So we're letting life happen to us instead of creating more life? Absolutely. We're taking that step back and okay. we're just accepting what happens as whatever will be, will be. Okay. Okay. Sarah, Sarah. There you go. <laughs> I just had to sing that. Yep. And we're accepting that. And then we're becoming prey and victims to whatever's happening around us. And we're always feeling defeated, down, depressed, anxious, because we never know what's flying our way. So we're, we're not having control over our own self. We're not taking our power. We're uh, giving it away. There is your term again, taking our power. You know, you say that almost every week, I think. And honestly, I think it's a great way to have our audience understand how important it is to to grow in some of these areas in our lives, right? Learning to take our power and what that means. And that's, that's the critical key to living our passionate life, our purposeful life, is taking our power. You know, I think I envisioned Dorothy from The Wizard of Oz. Aha. You know, at the end, she's like, well, you've always had the power to go home. You've had the ruby slippers, but oh. she didn't know she had that power. Ooh. And power doesn't help us if we don't know we have it. There you go. All right. So a lot of us have more power to affect our own lives and lives of people around us than we even realize And a lot of times we just want to be one of those that are just kind of halfway here and halfway not being aggressive in any way. Absolutely. And so my goal and my passion is to help people find their power. Right. Because once you realize you have it, you can use it. You can use it. Dr. Angel Falzoni is a licensed mental health counselor right here in Pinellas County, has a lot of therapists working under her, and a PhD. So you come qualified, and uh, mine comes from years of counseling and as a pastor and all that stuff. So anyway, let's. so we've defined passivity, and a lot of times it's what we don't do, isn't it? You know, it's really about what we're not doing, which is why we don't talk about it very much. Because we aren't doing it, so why would we? (laughs) No. Exactly. (laughs) You know, a lot of people think, well, I didn't do anything, so how can that be a problem? (laughs) Exactly. Right. True. That's the kind of the mindset. You know, it's that the offense of omission. So letting life happen to you instead of being aggressive. And, you know, if, if everybody in this, let's say the United States, were passive, 
there would not be original businesses started. There wouldn't be entrepreneurs. There would not be people graduating from medical school or teachers or whatever if, if it didn't require effort and taking taking steps to go in the direction of accomplishment, right? Absolutely. But, you know, you make a good point because sometimes people could be very busy in one area of their life and they could be putting all this energy, say professional development, and they're really, they are achieving, they are at the top of their game professionally. But when it comes to maybe personal relationships, they're passive and they're taking that passive role there. Okay. And they think, well, how can you call me passive? I work a hundred hours a week and I'm running major corporations. Okay. But... We, we there's a balance and we're going to get to that just in a few more minutes because passivity is it's not doing what we need to do okay it's not saying what we need to say it's not accepting challenges okay it's refusing to take risks wow and there's a lot of people in that category that are passive that's for oh. sure so yes. passive aggressive behavior just as a side note How would you define that, doctor? Well, passive-aggressive behavior is what we're not doing. We're purposely and intentionally not doing something or ignoring something as a means to get back to somebody, as a means to upset somebody. So we're passive-aggressive. Like, if you expected me to wash the dishes, I didn't wash the dishes, and I watched my TV show. That's passive-aggressive. Right. It's I'm not doing something or I'm ignoring something that I need to take care of to get back at you because I'm mad at you or I'm upset with you. And it's that's what passive aggressive is. Okay. All right. So pass passivity is a real thing and it's really very difficult to get along, I would think, indefinitely with somebody who is always passive. True. It's gonna cause relationship problems, isn't it? Absolutely. And I think what happens is is like we were talking about earlier, people have degrees of passivity in different areas of their life. Okay. So let's say you got a, a woman who is, to go back to the domestic violence, who is being treated terribly and whatever, but she never does anything about it. True. And that she's not using her power and she's being passive in that issue. Now, using that power is, takes some strength and some courage. Right. But she does have it. And we do need to start taking our power in order to get out of some of those situations that we may be in. Um, but it could just be... Um, you know, the, the smart kid who's not doing his homework and he's not making the, he's being passive. Right. And he's not doing those things that he wants, you know, he has good dreams and goals, but maybe he's not doing what he needs to do to get to those dreams and goals. Okay. And so, it so it's come, inactivity it's in inactivity. a lot of ways, isn't and it, it? And and just I don't letting wanna, life happen. I just keep saying that, but that's what I'm thinking. That's what you're saying. It is. And I don't want people to get in a box of it's just this area or it's just that area because okay. this is broad spectrum. It can be in any area. It can be on our professional development. It could be in personal relationships. It could be in doing just our own personal responsibility, like taking care of our house and those kinds of things. So it can come in many forms of our life. As a realtor, I see people who are very passive about their house cleaning sometimes, and it's pretty disgusting. So that's one of the areas, just not taking responsibility doing what you should be doing that's what you're talking about in fact you segued into one of the types of passivity which is avoiding taking responsibility yep absolutely yes wow that's not uncommon no you know i think what happens is when passivity i think one of the things at the heart of passivity is people get an idea that 
someone else should do it for them or it's, it's coming from the outside of them. And so they just are kind of sitting and waiting for it to happen. Right. And it doesn't work that way. Not very many people. <laughs> Success doesn't come that way, does it? It's not going to just come and lay on your lap. And a lot of people are really looking for whatever this is that we're passive about to, to just come lay on our lap and take care of itself. Someone else will take care of it. Yeah, it's it's that thing of being waited on maybe all your life as a child or a, and a spoiled, quote unquote, child. And then expecting as an adult to have somebody still cater to every need that you have, right? True, true. So when we're, we're taking another type of passivity is just not speaking when we should. Okay. And um, this is really kind of interesting because it'll segue into the third one. So once, the number two one is not speaking when we should. And the number third type of passivity is waiting for someone else to act. Ah, So there's yes. a TV show that came on uh, a few years ago called What Should You Do or What Would You Do? Right. Have you seen it? I remember. I did see it. Love the show. It's a great social site mm-hmm. show. So for a little geek like me, I really you love it. But the truth geek. is, is when they put people in situations and they would show like a mom, you know, talking bad to her kid, nobody would step up and intervene. Very few people would step up and intervene. Everyone kind of sat back and took passive roles. Right. And you know, when you were kids, you know, they taught you if you're feeling unsafe, go to a crowd of people. That's where you'll be protected. But the truth is, is that there's something called the bystander effect where nobody stands up and takes that active right. role, that passive role. Right. They just want to watch and see who's going to do it. They want to watch it. They're waiting. And a lot of times people won't step up because maybe they're afraid of what, of being embarrassed or they're afraid of what other people are going to think or whatever. But that is one real phenomenon there. Right. Absolutely. Well, we've seen um, Dateline, things like that on TV where somebody's being hurt or being beaten even. Uh, I remember one show they had where some some guy was pulling the hair of his girlfriend or whatever and really treating her bad right in public and and walking down the street. Not one person did a darn thing. And that's passivity. That's passivity. And that's exactly what we're talking about. You know, being dishonest, that's a form of passivity is being dishonest. And a lot of people are like, well, I don't lie. What is she talking about? Right. Well, being dishonest, sometimes we get in this mindset that if we tell the truth, it's going to hurt somebody. So here we go. I invite you to dinner. You don't want to go, but you don't want to tell me you don't want to go. So you're just going to make up some other excuse. Aha, boy, don't people do that? Oh, yeah. And they think they're protecting the feelings of the person that they're not going to dinner with. But they're not being truthful and they're being dishonest. And by that, they're really being passive because they're avoiding what so they What's should really say, the I truth. really don't want to go to dinner with you because, you know, you just irritate me and you're really annoying. No, they no. shouldn't say that. <laughs> but we don't need to make up faulty excuses right. either. Okay. You know, no, thank you. I appreciate the invitation. We don't even have to give an excuse. No, we don't. Wow. Wow. So a lot of people wait for other people to act, right? They don't want to be the one that steps out of the crowd and is different and says, hey, whoa, hold the phone here. Stop. Quit. Quit beating her right here on the sidewalk, you know, They or do. They absolutely wait. They wait for someone else to act. And I will tell you a funny little anecdotal story that happened when we were in Mexico. We, we took this um, bus out in Mexico. We were going ziplining out in the woods. And they brought us in this open-air bus. And they kind of just left us. And nobody gave us any directions. And we all kind of found our way to where the ziplining thing was. And at the end, we're just sitting there in this area. And everyone's just sitting there. And all of a sudden, somebody comes and moves a rope. And so... 
I'm like, well, let's start walking. I know we walked here, so we have to walk back out somewhere. And everybody started following us. I'm like, I don't know where we're going, <laughs> but we're going. I can see you in that role, doctor. <laughs> and we keep going. All of a sudden, we find this empty air, open air bus on the side of the road. So I'm like, what? Well, let's go sit on that one. Everybody came and followed me. I'm like, oh my gosh, I hope we're going to the right place. Oh, wow. But they're waiting for someone else to take that first step. And yes. then they're willing to follow. Wow. And we did get back to the right place. Well, that, let that's everybody good. Know. That's why you're here tonight, because you got back, right? It's like lemmings oh, that, you know, on the hillside that just keep following and not realizing, wait a minute, I'm going to fall off if I get over there close to the cliff. Absolutely. You know, that type of thing. Okay, so this is kind of dishonest when we're really um, passive, right? And we can be too careful, can't we? Yes, we can be too careful. And being too careful is definitely a um, form of passivity because we're so careful, we're almost, we can't make a choice. We can't right. take a step because we're just so afraid. What is going to happen? What would go wrong? I don't have this. I don't have that. And we live in too careful where we're paralyzed. Fear. Okay. Yeah, fear really <laughs> underlines that. Under all that, yes. Um, okay, so we got a caller? We do. We have uh, Nan in Clearwater. Is All right. One. Okay, Nan. Question. Hey, hey. we know Why you. That's good to know you. We're glad that you are calling in. Go ahead. Well, I wanted to weigh in on the passive type of behavior. Uh, you know, I'm not real passive. <laughs> but I was, uh, a couple things came to mind. That, you know, one time I had a situation where this mother was very verbally abusing her child in a store. And I understand children misbehave, you have to go with them, whatever. But the language she was using with this kid was was not correct. And I went on the other side of the aisle and explained to her that she should not be speaking to her son. Oh, like really? That's interesting. Yeah. You know, and, and it didn't change. I know it didn't change the situation for him because obviously that is her normal behavior. But maybe it put some little thought in her mind that maybe she might want to change that sometime. You know, I don't know. Did it make a difference? I don't know. But I had to speak up. I couldn't let that go on when I could hear it over the aisle. So that's it. Just one way in. That's no, interesting. No, that's very interesting. And you're right. You maybe she didn't really realize how she's um, coming across to other people when she's out in public. And you know, at least you felt like you've took you've taken that. That took courage. Role. It does take a lot of courage. Wow. Thank you for sharing that with us. Did you have another example, or was that it? Well, actually, I did have one. It was when I was very young and not know as much as I know now, but, and so I yelled in this one, but in high school, there was a, a, a boy who was in our school, like in high school, maybe 12th grade, and he was um, very mentally challenged. He had major issues. And the other kids, they were making fun of him one time in the cafeteria, and mm -hmm. I kind of let out this really screaming and yelling at them and telling them they shouldn't be doing that. The whole cafeteria got real quiet, you know, but I mean, I don't yell and scream like that now, but at that time, you know, I was like 17, I did, you know, did it make a difference? I don't know, but I couldn't stand by and watch them ridicule and make fun of this boy who can't control the way that he was born, you know? Wow. Absolutely. That's interesting that you got that aggressive, though, that you it really upset you that much. That's interesting. That's good, though. It did upset me that much because people can't help it if they're born with serious mental conditions, you know? Absolutely. And they have a, a tough enough time living Dealing with that, understanding that, and living with that, they don't need to be ridiculed while they're trying to just simply live their life. 
So what would you what would you advise, doctor, in a situation like that for people how to handle that? She Nan admits that was a little over the top, but and she reminded us that she was young when that happened, and a lot of times when we're young, we we don't have the foresight to handle it. But you were giving a voice to the voiceless, right? And that's what it was Ah, about. Say that again. She was giving a voice to the voiceless. Yes, I like that. And, okay. and we do need we need to do that. Right. And that's important that we we stand up for people and we don't necessarily not have to scream, but we can do that and keep intact of what's going on, because there's a lot of things that happen to the voiceless in our society and they need a voice. They need a voice. And, and that goes to situations in the home when a mother or a father, either one is beat down by the other spouse and is not speaking up when maybe a child is abused and that has happened <laughs> that's a common problem in homes and you deal with a lot of situations like that in your practice don't you yes i do and um it's it's hard to get people to realize that they need to be more aggressive and not just let more it happen assertive mama mac more assertive assertive that's right we talked about that last week assertiveness versus aggression that's right more assertive and being assertive and being that voice and not being afraid to say hey this isn't right and right that's what it's about that's what absolutely. we need to get to absolutely okay thank you nan for calling in thank Ooh. you guys. Great show. have a good one okay? thank, thank you, you. A lot of passive people trick themselves into believing that just by doing nothing, that's okay. They do. You know, they they kind of believe, well, here's the thing, because we were talking about earlier, passivity, we have so many areas of our lives. And so we may be very active in one area and be very passive in other areas. So what happens is it can be difficult to recognize. Right. Um, we talked about like the CEO or the uh, the business person, you know, and so... The fact that passive people can trick themselves into believing, hey, I am doing more than they're really doing, and they're not understanding that they're being passive in these areas of their lives, although they're putting so much energy into these areas. Maybe a workaholic versus, okay. So mm-hmm. the big symptom to being passive is when our personal and professional lives are out of balance. We're not taking care of our business. Therefore, we're being passive. Okay. And so start thinking about you don't want to be tricked into believing the lie that you're too busy. Let's start evaluating and looking. Is this all in balance? Am right. I in balance? Is my energy in balance? How do our it? listeners know when it is okay that when it is balanced? Well, balanced means okay. <laughs> that we're putting, well, I mean, work is going to obviously take more energy than some other areas, but that it's not getting our full 100% force over here in this one area while we're neglecting relationships or we're neglecting what we need to take care of for our, you know, our life and taking care of our business. We're not neglecting the other areas of our life, our health, our exercise, because those are all important parts of who we are. So it's about balance in life. It is about balance in life. We talk about that a lot. It is. And we can be doing all of our energy in a really good thing, but we're out of balance still. Right. Woo. Let's go to a break real quick. Don't go anywhere, listeners. In fact, if you want to call in like Nan did, 727-441-3000 right after the break. will be, will be. The future's not ours to see. Que sera, sera. What will be, will be. 
prompt professional service is what you will receive when you allow Marsha McAllister of Charles Rittenberg Realty to help find that perfect home or list your home for sale. With over 23 years of experience in the Tampa Bay area, you will enjoy a smooth transaction from start to finish. Call Marsha today at 727-417-0707. Now is a great time to buy or sell a home. Call Marsha McAllister at 727-417-0707. This is Megan, an independent ambassador for Plexus, the pink drink. There is finally a healthy solution to help you lose weight. It's a most natural product that will burn fat, not muscle. People around the country are experiencing amazing results, and you can too. Check out my Independent Ambassador website for my contact info, testimonials, and product information at mkramer, K-R-A-M-E-R, dot myplexus, P-L-E-X-U-S, products, dot com. Is it time to consider a new pool enclosure or beautiful screen room for your family's enjoyment? Family owned and operated, Boils Aluminum is the place to call for timely installation of all types of seamless guttering and screen enclosures. Boils Aluminum is A-rated on Angie's list and with the Better Business Bureau. Check out their website at boilsaluminum.com or call today for a free estimate at 727-504-9354. Mention this ad for a discount on your project. Boils Aluminum, treating you like family with honest and reliable service. This is the Tan Talk Radio Network. Engineer Chris always got great music. How about that old retro quesadilla? Love it. Woo, okay. We're talking about the problem with passivity today, Dr. Angel Falzoni. And so often people realize maybe too late that they've just lived this way for a long time and they have gotten themselves into all kinds of messes, you know? True. And I want you to realize if that's where you are, that's that's the goal. I want right. you to realize it because we can't go back and change where we've been, but we right. can start today and make a new tomorrow. Absolutely. All right. So a lot of times passivity causes us to react, right? And instead of instead of act. So inst- we react. That's Explain that, that impulsive. We're not thinking. We're not weighing our options out. Sometimes it just can cause us to react quickly in the moment, which gives us conflicts in our life okay. instead of thinking taking that step back and acting the way we choose to act it's kind of that when we talked to we had a show we had done earlier about that reaction so it, right reaction is just that in that moment on the fly very impulsive and usually not very good results right um it helped it t- causes us to c- um control rather than respond Ooh. okay because people do control with their passivity. We mentioned it in the first Passive part aggressive. of this and show. And that's where that comes in. Right. Um, it can cause us to manipulate instead of make. Wow. Explain that one. Well, when we're manipulating, we're getting other people to do the work and put the energy into it. Mm-hmm. Instead of us making. Instead of us exerting that energy out. In other words, people that just somehow make everybody feel needed and that you do this, do this, do this. But you don't see them ever do it much. True. And it can do that. Um, That's a big thing with passivity. Um, It can self-destruct, cause us to self-destruct rather than create. 
Explain that one. Well, we're self-destructing <laughs> when we're not moving forward. Okay. You know, I heard a quote, and I don't even remember who said it, but when we start, when we stop living, we start dying. Ooh. We're self-destructing. Ooh, when okay. we stop giving in, yeah. we're starting the dying process. Right. Because that's how we're made and wired mm-hmm. is to continually have those new experiences and keep moving forward. Right. Whatever for it is, it doesn't have to be conquering the world. It could just be having some friends and enjoying a knitting club or a book club or whatever it is you do. That's right. your, that's where you are. And it's right. that keep going forward. Right. And so to keep creating something new in our life. Instead of going the other direction and giving up and giving self-destructing. Up, and, you know. mm-hmm. or, and you get and, and, depressed. I was going to say, how does it, I'm just going to say, how does that relate to depression, doctor? Because I think that that happens to a lot of people. They get so down and, and passive and depressed and then they just sink further and further down. We do. And you know what? The picture I get when I think of this is kind of Eeyore from Winnie the Pooh. Oh, Eeyore. Oh, yes. Nobody loves me. The day is not good. Everything stinks. I can't do it. You mm-hmm. know, that's the Eeyore syndrome. And we fall into that. And it's easy. because. And how did Pooh Bear feel about that? <laughs> when we're putting energy in, we stop thinking we can. Right. And we start accepting and believing all these lies. And we tunnel ourselves in. Because we're not out there giving and moving and creating, we're coming back in. And that's where depression sets in. So the more we live inside, instead of giving out of ourselves, et cetera, the more we just, we become very, uh, people can become really self-pity, feeling sorry for themselves. And that's where that cycle of anxiety, because then we could be afraid of what's in front of us and we could be afraid of what's around us. And we feel fearful we feel anxiety. We may feel depressed, hopeless. We stop losing, we start losing our hope. But when we try something new, it's exciting, but for a lot of people, it's very scary. Oh, it can be scary. Absolutely. Especially if you've lived in the realm of passivity, it's going to be scary. I remember when I started to learn how to play racquetball and that was many years back. Okay. As a young mother of little kids and we joined the Y in our little town and uh, everybody said, ah, why don't you try it? Man, at first it was like, this is a scary game. You can get hit, you can get clobbered. And I did. I don't know how many times. But it became such a vital part of my life for for a few years there. Loved it. You know, tournaments and all kinds of stuff. Enjoyed it. But boy, at first it was kind of a scary watching it. It was like, whoa, you can get clobbered. So sometimes we see what could happen and it makes us passive. That's can, my point. It can help feed our passivity. Right. And, you know, go back to that show, Living on the Limbs. Yes. Because that was all about oh, finding that limb. courage. Yeah. To take those first baby steps and moving forward. Right. And that's hard for a lot of people. So if they're stuck in a rut tonight, Mm -hmm. what would you say to them, doctor? And by the way, you can text in to the show or call in. I'm going to give you those numbers again real quick while she's thinking up the answer to that. And uh, the the text number is 727-888-4171. And the call-in number is 727-441-3000. So what do you advise the person who is just plain stuck in a rut and is afraid, really, or just trepidation, you know? Well, I'm first going to advise them to continue listening on so that they can kind of get more through the process of this and going back and listening to Living Out on the Limbs and taking a baby step forward. Right. One, 
It's one. all we ask for, one baby step. Because sometimes passivity is created in us because of experiences we've had. Okay. Um, you know, I work with a lot of children, and a lot of times children who come from homes where they may have been neglected or physically or verbally or emotionally abused, they learn to be passive and, and go inside themselves because... Right to expose themselves could expose them to more harm and hurt. And then they take that passivity and go into adulthood with it. Right. And so sometimes it becomes a natural part of who we are. It's created through our experiences. And, but we still need to deal with that business. Is it, could it be learned behavior? Oh, it can definitely be learned behavior. You want to explain that? Well, it's behavior that we have to create as a coping skill for something that we've had in our life. Maybe someone in our life um, modeled passivity. Maybe we had yeah, right. uh, a caregiver oh, yeah. or a parent who was very passive and did not, you know, take those steps forward. And so we didn't know how, we didn't learn how to do that. We learned how not to do that. Exactly. Um, it could be created from having, you know, experiences in life that just being passive was a survival skill. Right. And to survive in your environment, you had to step back and be passive. Yeah, absolutely. So it can be learned behavior. It can be uh, repetitive where we've done this forever. And so we just keep on doing it. Um, so often there, what's the reward of just being very passive through life and never really changing? What's the rewards from that? What do you mean? What's the reward? I mean, what are they getting from it by being that way? The people that are extremely passive. Well, if there's a comfort in it. Okay, that's, there you go. There some is comfort, a comfort, comfort in being zone. passive in right. some ways, and there's a lot of anxiety in it in other ways. So um, the payoff, maybe, it depends on their motive, too. Some people are just lazy, and we're going to get to that later on, and it could just be laziness, and the reward is I don't have to exert any energy. There you go. Okay, that's the kind of thing I'm talking about. Do, are there people that just want to get attention from being passive? There can be people that want to get attention. You know, um, when we're passive, it leaves us waiting. You know, a okay. passive person is this, is in this suspended state. Okay. And so they're waiting for something or someone outside themselves. We talked about that to rescue them yes. from their current situation or wherever, whatever it is. In essence, they're constantly looking for like that knight in shining armor or a savior to come in and step in. So they don't do anything. Exactly. That happens. And I learned um, a quote, and I would love this quote because I, I love to live by it, because no matter what's going on in my world, no matter what's going on in life, I need to do the possible, and then I need to let God do the impossible. There you go. There you go. But I still need to take steps to do the positive. Absolutely. Possible. So that goes right along to this text that just came in from a listener. So if you are unbalanced and realize this, how do you go about trying to balance things? What are the steps? Well, first of all, it's kind of assessing how are you out of balance? What areas are you in balance? Looking at what, where, are you, where am I spending my time or where's my energy? Where's my efforts going? And maybe making a graphic or taking like a pie chart and splitting up your time and oh, really seeing sure. what's going on. So you, because we can't fix the balance until we can actually really see where that imbalance Good is. Good point. Good point. And so that's what you would advise. We have a caller, Chris. Yeah, we do. We have uh, Doug in Deltona. All right, Doug. Question. Yes, um, I'm kind of stuck in that rut and can't figure out how to get out. It's like I there's no motivation. I, mean, I lost my job about six weeks ago. 
And it's like, I'm looking, but I don't know what direction I want. I don't know where to go. And it's causing a lot of uh, just, I don't know, no motivation to do almost anything. Okay. Despair? Excuse me? Like despair? You're just like feeling like depressed and that kind of thing? No motivation? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, there's no one around. I have no one in my life to turn to to talk to, and there's no one around. So it's like you know, I'm basically sitting here alone all day and just wonder what the hell am I going to do next? Wow, excellent that, question, Doctor Angel. Great question. And staying alone is going to make our rut get bigger for us. It's going to cave you into your rut, and so I'm going to challenge you to step outside your comfort zone. Um, and you know, if you're looking for a job, I don't know if you're currently looking. I, I know it's difficult when we lose a job because. It, it's a life change that sometimes we really weren't expecting, but right. get out there. If you know, go into the public, go to the libraries to go mm-hmm. use their computers. Even if you have your own, just because it'll get you around people. It'll get you out of that in the box. And that's, you know, one of the things that'll help you move forward from your rut. You need to get out. Absolutely. And and being stuck in the rut is passivity, isn't it? It is. And we need to, and the more you're in it, the more, depressed and, and oh, yeah. lonely you're going to feel so go take those walks out or go to the barnes and nobles and just sit and um read a book or you know get out because then you'll start being around other people you may start developing some friendships with people and then you will have some support coming but you're getting out you're taking a step gotta do it i mean there's no substitute for taking action right that's what you're saying yes and i don't um know where you live where we are there's um places that you can go when you're looking for jobs that will there are banks of computers and people to talk to and um, resources to get help from there's job fairs those are out and getting out around other people and um get involved great idea great idea doug we hope the best for you and uh we will you know, hopefully you'll try some of these things that she was just talking about. Thank you for calling yeah, in. I, I, I did start going to the career center and stuff like okay, that. Okay, great. But it's like I sit here and think about it all day and try to get myself to go. That's the hard part. Wow. But yeah, the first step I is the hard. Get up and go. Yes, yeah. you just got to get up and go. Got to make yourself do it when you don't feel like it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. All right, thanks very much. Hey, thanks for calling in. Thank you. All right. And, Doctor, I think there's so often. People get into a rut of feeling, like we said a minute ago, feeling sorry for themselves. We got to stand, we got to guard against that, don't we? We really do because that, we we take that on. And you know, what we're taking on is is a problem with passivity is that we take on the victim mentality. Oh, the victim. You want to define that again? We've talked about the victim mentality quite a bit. And passivity is really one of those things that we become a victim to our life happening to us right we're giving away our power when we're living in a constant state of discontent loneliness depression anxiety fear and you're saying we got to take action nobody's going to do it for us no they're right? not they're not god gave us each a free will and we are supposed to act act on that free will right absolutely and so we need to take what's in our power right so that we're taking those steps to take our power because so often, Doctor, I think people get stuck in these ruts of the old tapes that play in their heads constantly that they're a failure, that they're never going to amount to anything, that that life sucks and, you know, keeps going. all of that. And then they start believing it because we've done a show on this. You know, our thoughts 
becomes our feelings becomes our actions. Yes, absolutely. So we got to start changing it in the thought process. Absolutely. And that's one of the things we're going to have later on in this show, but that's so powerful. All right. Now, isn't it true medically that when we exercise, walk, whatever, that there is serotonin, is it released in our brains? That's a chemical. And that is a feel good hormone, correct? Absolutely. That's what we use as antidepressant. Okay. And so when we're releasing the serotonin in our brain, we are helping to wake it up and energize it and to find some motivation, to find some energy. And we need those serotonin bursts. And so, yes, when we're in a rut, go for a walk. Right. When you're feeling like you don't feel like it, that's the very flag when I don't feel like I need to say, I don't feel like it, but I'm still going to do it. Exactly. And even if I go out for five minutes, but even if I'm walking out to the mailbox and walking around my yard, I'm doing something. Absolutely. I'm not yes. asking them. I'm not asking our audience to run the marathon. I'm asking us to do something. Right. Get out of that passive state. Go to Instead your local McDonald's. Let, you can get yeah. a tea for 99 cents. You can sit out there and read the paper. Right. But you're doing something. Right. And right. that's what it's about. It's doing because passive is the act of not doing. The antidote to passivity is doing. Do it. Okay. Well, what's Nike's slogan been for how many years now? 30 years or 25? Just do it. Just do it. Okay. So, Doug, and for all of our listeners out there that could understand exactly what Doug was feeling and talking about, you got to take, and as you said, baby steps. The show that you're referring to is maybe three or four weeks ago, Out on a Limb, mm-hmm. Getting Out on a Limb, that we did. I think we did a couple shows on that topic, and they're on our website, which is goyard2014.org. Go there and listen to those shows about getting out on the limb, trying something different, coming out of your comfort zone. Getting out of our comfort zone, because passivity becomes like a cocoon shell, and we think it's protecting us, but it's actually harming us. Right. That's harming us. And our body needs relationships. Our body needs stimulation. Our body needs activity and action. Right. And so we can't sit back and be the victim of our life. We need to be the power of our life. Boy, that is powerful. Say that one more time so I can ring my bell. You do this to me every time. I love to ring my bell. Then I never can remember exactly what I said. (laughs) We can't just be the victim of our life. We need to be the power of our life. There you go. All right. Oh, he rang, he rang one, too. All right. Thank that was you, a Chris. two bell statement. <laughs> but it's true because so many people, and I see this time and time in the office again, they come in and they're so defeated and they're so down because life has really dealt them out bad. Hard. And some of it is really bad. It's, it's atrocious. <laughs> it's atrocious. I'm not some of the stuff we've it. listened to. I know. But even in that, we can take the power that we have and start using it. Absolutely. We and can take one step one day. Once, sometimes minute by minute, sometimes hour by hour, but we can keep moving forward. Exactly. Get a pen or a paper because Dr. Angel's got a couple questions for you to ask yourself. And I think if you write these down and maybe even, you know, my word, you're ready for it. Journal. Journal. (laughs) (laughs) I believe in journaling. And but, you know, if you're having if you're struggling tonight and this topic is hitting you right between the eyes, get a pen right now. Write it down. Or grab your computer and type these questions in because I think that if you take time to sit and, and reflect mm-hmm. on these questions, it will really help you. Because nobody knows the answers to these but you for exactly. your life, right? Exactly. Question number one, Dr. Angel Falzoni. Do you often find yourself wanting to do something but never having the courage to do it? 
You know, those are kind of our unrealized goals or our unrealized dreams. You know, and there's a lot of people who will go out and they'll talk big talk and they'll have great ideas and that's where the, it stops. Right. And so a lot of people find themselves there. And then they find themselves defeated and depressed because there's, there's things they want. They, they have that want. They just, that's it. Right. It stops there. It stops right there. Um, and, and why does it stop right there? A lot of reasons, right? A lot of reasons can okay. be underlining. All right. So um, are you tired of feeling too weak to do even the most basic things? All right. Question number one was, and we're going to go back over it one more time if you're writing them down, because these are great self-reflecting questions, three of them. The first one was, do you ever, do you often find yourself wanting to do something, but never having the courage to do it? Okay. That's question number one. What's the second one? Are you tired of feeling too weak to do even the most basic things? Wow. You know, and I could tell you, I've had clients come to me, and if they was able to take a shower, they felt very accomplished for the day because they were just that zapped. Wow. And of their energy and strength. So passivity can really affect the, the normal daily things that we do. It can. Cook, take a shower. Clean sure. the house. It can paralyze us. You know, that Mow adage, if you don't use something, we lose it. Right. And passivity is robbing us. Right. Of our passion, of our purpose, of our zeal for life. And we're all about passion and purpose around here. Yes, we are. Ooh, and living life to the fullest. And question number three, does it seem that something always stops you from doing what you want? Whoa, I think that's a huge one because I think that that happens to a lot of people and therefore it gives them the excuses they need to not move forward, doctor. Absolutely. That's exactly it. Now they have an excuse. Well, I couldn't because. And they give the laundry list of what that excuse is. Right. And so that. And that makes them feel better about their passivity. It does. It feeds the passivity and it kind of validates it in, in our, their minds. Excuses are the enemy of action, they aren't are. they? Mm-hmm. I, I've heard so often people say, any excuse will do. It doesn't matter what it is. Well, today there weren't as many clouds in the skies or, or whatever. You know, any you. excuse will do for some people. It's true. It is true. Right. And so, you, because activity takes, you know, risk. Being active takes energy being active takes you know it takes from us to do it we have to give into that we have to plan for that we have to you know put our energy in purposefully that's one of our words purposefully Purposefully do it i've known people and counseled people that really were so depressed they'd stay in bed for two or three days not not really get out except to go to the restroom or whatever that they were that passive about life you know there are so many people that live like that and they're letting life just go by. They're losing their life. They're right. losing relationships. They're losing their purpose. Right. And I want us to stop right now. Stop it. We're going to stop it today. Right. We're going to take back our purpose. We're going to take back our passion. We're going to take our lives back. Amen. You know, our, the title of this show is Go Yard, Hitting a Home Run in Life, when you feel like striking out. And I'm a big baseball fan, as you know, and I watch them all and go to them and all that kind of stuff. And if those baseball players came in, they don't get much rest sometimes between a game. They can have a night game, and the next day they got a noon game. Mm-hmm. And so there's not much rest. And, and, and before that, they got to have batting practice, you know, and they got to have time to eat and all that stuff. But if they walked into the clubhouse and just said to the coach, you know, hey, Coach Cash, I just don't feel like playing today. I'm just tired. 
how would that be received? Wouldn't wouldn't be happening for them. They wouldn't be playing baseball very long. <laughs> right? Okay. So, I mean, that's a game, but life is so often, that's how we live it so often. So many people just not wanting to be engaged into reality, into the game. True. And then we don't understand how come we're not hitting the home run. And we're like, well, why don't I have the best for me? It's going to take energy. It's going to take effort. It's going to take being purposeful. It's going to take planning. It's going to take things from us to get where we want to go. And we have to be willing to start investing that. Okay, but what about the person who works hard all day, comes home from their job and just so tired and they don't even do much of anything, hardly interact with anybody, just go straight to bed at like seven o'clock and get up again you know i mean that there that, are people that there get are they a need lot to change of people like that there are and we need to change that right and we change it one step at a time maybe i come home from work and i eat my dinner and maybe today i'm going to take a lap around the block or maybe right. today i'm going to play a, a game with one of my kids because you know we have as much energy as we we have a limited amount of energy you know it's not limitless right but we have to start learning to expand that and We've grow got to that. It's like it. our muscles. We have to develop our but energy the more, level. It's like working out. The more you do it, the more that serotonin, the more you want to work out. Absolutely. When I got into racquetball or playing golf years ago, the more I played golf, the more I just wanted to play. You know, I was, wow, this is great. And I loved it, you know. But it's about doing it. You know, it's funny because remember back in the beginning of the year when I made my goal was to run a race this year. Yes. And everyone's like, well, how far do you run to the mailbox? I could run to the mailbox all of 50 feet when I made that goal to run a race. And I worked it, ran to the mailbox, ran to the two houses down the road, (laughs) and I kept working it (laughs) until I ran my 5K. The point of the matter is, is it's, you're right, it's practice. It's over time. It's continuing to put into it consistency don't you think absolutely there's so many people that i've said this about them (laughs) through the years i don't know if they're listening that the consistent thing about you is your inconsistency true and that's kind of pathetic true and (laughs) consistency we need that where the way we are wired as humans is we do need some consistency in our life oh we do but then we also need challenges in our lives right absolutely that's where the growth comes you know, today is Red Nose Day around the country. Uh, Matt Lauer on Today's Show, which I love, is uh, has has run or he was bicycled all these miles, two hundred and some for charity, and uh, that's a big deal tonight on TV. But these are people that are going out of their way. He didn't have to do that, but he's doing that to make a point and to raise money. And, you know, that's admirable when people go out of their way to do things for others. Don't you think? Absolutely. Giving of yourself helps overcome passivity. And that's my point. That's true. And it's investing in others and others' lives and other people and other things beyond us. Exactly. When we get tunneled into, passivity tunnels us in. It does. So we have to start stop allowing that to do it to us by taking that step and investing our energy and our time somewhere else and someone else for someone else even if it's a little bit even if it's a little bit and the more we do it the more we have to do and we will want to right because we feel good about doing that when we come out of our selves and start giving out a way of ourselves you know absolutely and everybody no matter who we are we have something we can do right 
you know, some people, you know, they have the energy they can run the marathon. Some people have medical issues or disability, physical disabilities or all kinds of things that might limit what they can do. Right. And they're like, well, this isn't for me because I can't. No, no, no. You can do something. You can do something. Find that something. Just a little something. We can be a baby step. It doesn't have to be, we're not conquering the world. We're taking right. little steps. Yeah. Whoa. All right. These are really good things today that we've been talking about. And we haven't begun to scratch the surface on this subject of the problem of passivity. And we didn't really think we could wrap it up in one show. But now we definitely know we got at least one more show on the problem with passivity. Well, actually, and I think our next show is not the problem with it. It's overcoming Overcoming passivity. I think we really define the problem. All right. That's good. Next week, we'll be overcoming passivity with Dr. Angel Falzoni. And Mama Mac. And Mama Mac. Absolutely. Amen. We have fun on these shows. We'd love to hear from you. Go to our website, goyard2014.org, and check out all the shows up through April. At the end of each month, our webmaster puts all the shows for that month on our website. You can go, and they're on there until Jesus comes. So you just go listen to them. And that is goyard2014.org. You can shoot us an email, a question directly to Dr. Angel for her expert advice, and that is goyard2014 at gmail.com. Where else can somebody get the advice of a professional PhD and licensed mental health counselor? Right here. Right here. Go Yard. And it's free. And you know, I'm challenging all of our listeners this week, you know, I'm giving yep. a challenge. Let's have a challenge. Take those self-reflection questions and really honestly look at where they fit for you. And Absolutely. let's look at the balance in our life. Where are you spending your time and energy? Make the pie charts, make the graph, figure it out. Let's look at really where our balance is. Absolutely. Wow, this has been fun. I always enjoy these shows with you, Dr. Angel. You're so informative. You teach us so much. And I believe our audience is really learning a lot. Again, thank you, audience. We want to hear from you. Goyard2014 at gmail.com and website goyard 2014 dot org and text anytime 24 7 365 right here to my phone and i'll get these messages over to the doctor and that is 727-888-4171 great show great time this has been dr angel and mama mac go yard see you next week <laughs>